What happens when a Catholic deacon matches wits with a Catholic radio show host? You get a marriage made in heaven. They may not always agree, but they're always faithful. It's the Akins with their view from the pew on Modern Day Radio. And welcome to this episode of View from the Pew. I am your host, Brenda Aiken. And joining me today, as always, is the man who is finding a renewed love of a quiet home, the good deacon, Scott Aiken. My gosh, I was in the house today and there was no noise. I couldn't, I thought something's wrong. Am I, is, are my ears plugged? We have, we have uh, transitioned from a house almost like a hotel with all of our kids and our godchildren and our our in-laws, son-in-laws. Um, yeah, now there's nobody there. It's me and the dogs. And the dogs are snoring. That yeah. was what that was going on this morning as I was doing my work. I think the dogs are appreciating all of the quietness in the house oh, also yeah. and be able to sleep without a child coming over and telling them to get up or putting them outside or anything because school is back in session for our high schooler, our college-age student. Well, she's up away at school now the next daughter up she's working full time so we don't see her but for a little bit in the evening and of course our oldest is back at uh, her home with her husband who's in school in eastern washington so i'm gone during the day which means you and the dogs are left alone unfortunately <laughs> for you that means you are working but you're not having to fight for bandwidth from any oh my of us. gosh that's the greatest thing is i don't have any fight for bandwidth whatsoever so I'm, I'm probably the most stable person on any of these telecalls that we have for uh, for the work that I do. So, yeah. Well, we are enjoying these last few days of summer, even though kids are all back in school. Labor Day does feel like it's the unofficial start of fall because we kind of settle into those routines. We've lived through these summer months of excitement, of warm weather, <laughs> of great cookouts. Boy, we let our Labor Day weekend go in a great fashion it was the best party of the year we I think we've had with all of our good friends joining us, their children. It was fun, and we got to smash some apples. You know, I, I do a lot of extrovert things, but uh, I'm, I'm an introvert by nature. I think I've shared that with you all before, but, you know, there was just no time this weekend to be an introvert because you were constantly working with people and the dogs, and, and, and our kids bring their dogs. So we had, not only do we have an increase in people, we have an increase in animal population, not to mention the rabbits that have been running around our yard for for weeks, but it was just all this energy. Mm-hmm. And and then last night we're sitting out, and it was a warm evening, which was really special, just you and I, and we were just quiet and calm for about an hour. It was like that was fabulous. I did not have to engage in any way other than just sitting. So you know, it just it's contrast, and that's why I think anytime you have family come around. It gives you contrast to the times that you don't have family around. Oh, so. I absolutely do. I am extrovert. I am loud. I am excited <laughs> when there is something to look forward to do. I'm excited when I'm doing that thing. And then I get excited because I'm looking forward to it again next year. But, you know, as we move through the seasons, Labor Day is now past. The kids are back in school. It is a time of recommitment to school, recommitment to our jobs, recommitment to God. And I think that is a really important time right now that we really delve back into those routines of life. And have you been away for a little bit? COVID's really disrupted that. Well, maybe now it's a time to recommit back to 
that regular habit of life, which includes going to Mass on Sunday. Scott, I'm so excited about today's show because we have a very special guest, our friend Dina Marie Hale. She's host of The Voice of the Shepherd that you hear right here at Mater Day Radio. Well, she's going to talk to us about her conversion and her continued reconversion every day and her commitment to the different ministries that she's involved with. I am so excited. It's a great interview and I want all of our listeners to stick around. And then after that, we'll talk a bit about the experience of going into uh, the desert and coming out of that and the conversion experience associated with that because we've been talking about the desert experience for the past couple of times we've met and it's just so valuable a an idea that we want to share more about that with you. So stay with us. we got a great show ahead for you on this week's View from the Pew. People writing songs that voices never share. No one dare disturb the sound of silence. Fools that I do not know. Hello and welcome to Catholic Bite 60 Seconds, where 2,000 years of faith and tradition is explained one minute at a time. I'm Father Tim Furrow of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, and today we're going to talk about getting your prayer time in. If you're like me, you have a hard time finding time to pray, mainly because you're ridiculously busy. So busy that when you want to learn about something, you do something crazy like, I don't know, listen to a one-minute podcast about it or something. That's busy. The problem with being busy is that it's generally the enemy of intimacy. It's hard to talk to somebody that's doing something else, right? Have you ever had that feeling of just standing there trying to tell someone an arbitrary piece of information while deep down your innermost self is crying out, look at me, love me. Well, that might my friends, is how our Lord feels when we don't make spending time with Him a priority. He's not mad, He's sad. Give Him five minutes of your time today, just five minutes, and He will repay you with an eternity of joy. I'm Father Tim Furlow, and this is Catholic Bites, 60 Seconds. With the autumn season comes football and tailgating, and there's no better way to score a touchdown than by passing that old vehicle of yours to Mater Day Radio. We're happy to accept your donation of a car, truck, van, RV, or boat. It's quick and easy and a likely tax deduction for you. Not only that, you are joining a winning team that's supporting a faith-filled Catholic broadcast. So score some points by checking out our vehicle donation program at materdayradio.com. It's Deacon Scott and Brenda Aiken with their View from the Pew on Mater Day Radio. Some of us, like the good Deacon and I, were baptized into the Catholic Church as infants. Others, through discernment, make the decision to enter the church as adults. But no matter how you became Catholic, the call to conversion is one that all of us have to continue to renew and recommit. Well, our special guest is a perfect model of conversion and continued commitment and a voice I'm sure all of you are familiar with. Dina Marie Hale has joined us today to share how she keeps that fire of faith burning. Dina Marie, it is wonderful to have you on View from the Pew. Wow, I am so excited to be right here. Deacon Scott, Brenda's here and I get to be on your show. I'm so that's fair. Thank you for inviting me. 
Absolutely. You know, I, I just I'm having a flashback of when the first time I was ever on the radio was yeah, with you. I remember. And you were so gentle to help me because I was a ball of nerves to, uh, to give that interview. But yeah, the fire. I like that. I like that comment you make the fire of conversion. It is it is everything that we talk about in our faith is associated with fire. Um, the fire that you have been able to maintain through all the work you've done with uh, the Rosary Bowl and, and the host of things that you've gotten involved with. I think it's just a great testament to conversion is something that does continue and it's exciting. So I think well, it's- and Deacon Scott, I appreciate that. And I and I think back, let's see, before 1999, I came into the church in 99. But before that, if you would have said, gosh, Dina Marie, you're going to go on a Catholic radio show. You're going to do these different prayer apostolates and things. I would have thought you were from another planet. That was not on my radar. And wasn't it like the apostles, you know, fishermen were right. working hard, were providing Hanging out with the Messiah was not on their radar, although they were waiting for the Messiah. You know, those guys were waiting for something bigger to happen. And I know in my life, I was just doing what everybody said to do. Go to college, get some type of a degree, earn some money, make a living, live a good life, be happy. And it wasn't happy. And I thought somewhere deep down, there was something about this God that I had to figure out a little bit more about. And I kind of fought it for a long time. People around me just seemed to drag me back into the world. Go back into what is popular to do. Go back into pleasing other people. And all of a sudden, I just had this moment of, no, I've got to make a change. I've got to change some things around my life. And it started with what I listened to. You know, listening to something positive. I went to Christian music instead of listening to more of a secular sound. I turned off the TV. I turned off the videos. I turned off that technology. Now, folks, it was 1994. So there wasn't all of the pressure with the Internet. I didn't have a mobile phone. But I said no to certain things so I could start to say yes to God. And little by little, it took another five years from 94 to 99 when I actually came into the Catholic Church. But, you know, there was little prayers along the way. And so when you talk about Brenda conversion, it's, you know, for most of us, it's baby steps. We don't all have that St. Paul, but even St. Paul, every day after he had that encounter with Jesus, it was a daily, "Will will you turn to me? Will you turn to me? Will you continue to say yes to me, even in a shipwreck? Even in a job loss, even in a relationship, God bad, even in medical problems, will you turn to me? And we have to say, yes, Lord, that's not always easy to do, you guys, but it's possible, right? With Mm. God, all things are possible. I think as Catholics, we forget that aspect of, again, going back to fire, is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And our success at being Catholic, at being Christian, is rooted in our trust of the Holy Spirit. And when you talked about the disciples, yeah, they were waiting. And how many yeah. people are waiting? And and the simple act of turning, asking the Holy Spirit to come in and help me clean house, mm-hmm. help me heal those areas of my life that need healing and fill that area so that I can do the work that God calls me to. That's that's a that's a maturity that everybody struggles with at various points in their life. And sometimes they forget. And so in community, like you do for us, Give us that reminder in your excitement that you do with a host of of things that you've been involved in that remind us, you know, as a cradle Catholic, I have a constancy that's been in my life, but I appreciate a convert's viewpoint tremendously. And the Catholic Church is both of those tethered together, the convert and the cradle Catholic. 
Dean and Marie, for our listeners, can you maybe explain, did you grow up with a faith background? Did you have God in your life or was there a moment in your life where you went, there's something greater here and I need to find who that is? Growing up, Brenda and Deacon Scott, certainly I grew up in a Christian home and I went to Sunday school. I went to a Lutheran tradition. And so up until about middle school, it was a pretty regular practice, vacation Bible school. I went to, my neighbor was a Baptist. So I went to a lot of Baptist youth groups growing up and did a lot of praise and worship and sang all the different great church songs, camp songs that were all about Bible stories. And then really we stopped. There was kind of this pause and it wasn't a conscious stop of just not attending church. But when you get involved in middle and high school, all of those activities, the sports and the academics, and I was involved in band. And so all of those things seemed to take priority. And that extended into my college years where I didn't go to church. Nobody invited me to go to church. Mm -hmm. A hint, invite. If you're kind of wondering, invitations are great because it really wasn't until I had graduated from college working on my own and a girlfriend of mine when I was living on the Oregon coast said, hey, Dina, why don't you come to church with me one Sunday? And I took her up on it. And you know what? She didn't even go. That day I went to go pick her up and she was sick. So I had to make a decision. Now my girlfriend who's invited me to a church I don't know anything about, she's sick and can't go. Am I going to go? They don't expect me to go. And I made that trip on my own to Manzanita, Oregon, (laughs) to a little community church. This had nothing to do with the Catholic Church at the time. It was getting me closer in relationship with God. And that opened the door to just learning a little bit more. So the seed was planted. It was dormant for a long time. In those teen and 20 years when you're trying to develop who you are and what sparks your fire, the world was doing that. But I knew something was more important. That Father, Son, and Holy Spirit was burned into me, you know. And the funny thing is, Brenda, isn't it great how God brings us back? I was baptized as an infant Mm. at St. Joseph Catholic Church in Roseburg, Oregon. So the seed was planted through a sacrament at my baptism as a little baby. And yet I moved through those steps, missed confirmation until I was an adult. But, you know, God won't miss out on that. <laughs> he won't Absolutely let me miss not. out on that. That's amazing. So it is a really special thing uh, to, to listen to that, dr- that fire in your heart. Where is that coming from? It's coming from the Lord. It's coming from the Lord. Dana Marie Hale is our guest today on View from the Pew, and she's sharing with us about how she continues to renew and commit to her conversion to God. Dana Marie, last week we had a special guest, Sonia Corbett, talked about uh, Just Rest. That's the name of her book, and it talked about the Exodus story and about how the deserts of your life, you know, they happen, and sometimes you need to rest in those moments to pause learn what you need to learn, and then renew yourself. We all experience these times where we feel distant from the Lord, and yet you still have to recommit yourself every day, even during the desert, even during those lonely times where you feel like, God, are you not hearing me? Do do you (laughs) not see me, right? What do you do to, again, keep that fire going, especially when you feel like you're in those deserts of your life? 
Right. And, you know, I think back early on as a new Catholic, I was also a newly married woman. I also had two stepchildren that I was taking care of. So a new stepmom, newly Catholic, learning the whole routine of being Catholic and also being a wife. It was a lot of things to happen at one time. So did I jump into like serving the church and ministry? I had no idea. I had no idea, but but I think what we have to do is look at where we are in our vocation. Are we married? What what where what stage are we in our married life? Are we raising children? Am I single? Am I discerning? Where am I supposed to serve in the in in the world today and for the Lord? So wherever you are, that's where you start. But I knew that going to mass was important. As I started to get a sense, I get this encounter every Sunday. But what really made an impact for me, Brenda and Deacon Scott, was to learn. It wasn't imprinted in my mind that you could go to daily mass. And a friend, when I was at KBVM at the University of Portland, suggested, you know, there's a chapel on campus and you could probably go to daily mass if you worked it out in the schedule. And I didn't really think about that yet. And when she made that possible, I said, "Okay, I'm going to try it. And going to daily mass made a huge difference in my life of I have this daily opportunity, even if it's just 30 minutes, to hear the word, to receive Jesus in the Eucharist, to, to just to be in the church, to get to be around the priests, you know, to be around God's people. And that filled me up. So when times were a little bit rough, I had that constant food. Sister Ann Shield says it's food for the journey. Boy, I needed to have that food. Get to the Eucharist. Maybe I wasn't positive every day. Well, that didn't happen very often. But those <laughs> days that were a little bit more gray, I just knew Jesus is here. I know Jesus is here. I trust that he is with us. Yeah, I think when you when you reflect on that, it just reminds me of when we are in the desert and we're looking for something, that looking for, like you said before, that's we're wired to look. Mm-hmm. We're wired to be sensory about it. And I think that's the Catholic Church does such a good job and so oftentimes is, is misconstrued, but we, we're invited to bring all of our senses to the Mass. And we're invited to use all of our senses out in the world and to be able to see and hear as Christ sees and hears takes that constant conversion experience. Every time we go to Mass on Sunday, that is a conversion experience. We're being converted through the transformation aspect of that. And I was thinking of um, when Moses, that reading that we used that last last time we had this discussion on Exodus, Moses exhorts the people, don't forget the law that you have learned as they get ready to enter into Cana, into the promised land. So they've learned this great nugget of information, this law. Don't lose that. You're going to go into the land. You're now allowed to go into land by the Lord. But this whole time was not wasted time. It was time for you to learn the importance of the law. And I think, you know, in our life, how do we, how do we internalize our desert times for value, not for lack of? God makes value of those desert times, Absolutely. doesn't he? Absolutely. There's never a wasted moment if I think, boy, why did I just spend so many months in this relationship or in with this career or what have you? No, every single moment is a moment we get to grow, we get to learn, we get to make mistakes. And if we weren't making mistakes, I guess I wouldn't be trusting in our Lord Jesus Christ to get me through those difficult things. I just think we have to have those moments of dry desert. Mm -hmm. to realize how beautiful God's presence really is at all times. Perspective is is vital, right? Oh, 
Absolutely. And of all times, never stop the conversation with God. Even if you're yelling at him, That's right. please don't <laughs> stop the conversation and don't stop going to church. That is such a valuable lesson. Well, Dina Marie, it's been great to have you on our show. You love to go to different parishes, offer retreats, go to you know women's conferences, things like that. For our listeners who would love to learn more about you, find out more about what you know, you're know you about and some of the different um, topics that you would love to come and discuss, where can they find more information about you? I would love for people to check out my website. It's my name, Dina Marie, so D-I-N-A-M-A-R-I-E.org, and you can connect with me right there. And of course, listen to the voice of the shepherd. It's a real honor and a privilege to be able to talk with Archbishop Sample every week, and that's on a podcast. And then I have my Faith Moments with Dina Marie podcast. Thanks to Modern Day Radio is being made available on a weekly basis. So a lot of great things. DinaMarie.org is the spot and it's really fun to be able to be on the pew or in the pew in the pew with you. I, lo- <laughs> I like that. I think we got a new segment the for the show. You. In the pew. Oh, well, Dina Marie, it has been our great honor to have you with us. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you too. And again, that is Dina Marie Hale. I will be sure to add the links to all of the information that Dina Marie talked about. Her podcast, her show, Voice of the Shepherd, and of course, a link to her webpage. You can find it all on the podcast of this interview at Mater Day radio.com Scott boy Dina Marie you can't help but feel on fire just listening to her talk about her own conversion and also about how she recommits every single day to her faith and to her ministries. And yeah, and it's, it's, you could clearly see, even though she was full of energy and emotion about it, there is the knowledge that goes with that. The understanding of, I need to go to mass on a regular basis. I need to take part in the sacraments on a regular basis. Our, that's part of our conversion experience, and we go in and out of this conversion experience. And I thought her her statement that she was baptized a Catholic and then came back in those later years through the connection that God has placed of people in her life was just beautiful. I think that is just so full of hope and so energizing for us to hear and be able to talk about. There at the end when we talked about going to daily mass, you know, for us, we've had those deserts in our lives. And for me, especially, there's been a time after some loss in our own lives, in our own marriage, that the desert was quite long. Mm -hmm. But what she said there that was so important was that she committed herself to going to mass. And for us during that desert, that was the thing that brought us through was that habit that we learned as children that on Sundays we go to mass and that's just what we did. And during that desert that I was experiencing as much as I did not want to talk with God, I went to mass because I knew there was no other way around this, but through God to get through those dark times, those dryness, that that loss of hope what was only going to be found in god you know i think of uh, saint therese of avila um and the experience she had of going through uh the dark 
night of the soul. And sometimes it's called the dark night of the spirit. But she and St. John of the Cross experienced, and they experienced it, ironically, together uh, at, at different points. They're at the same time. They didn't actually experience it together per se. But they had these experiences when they got together talking about, we've gone through this hard time, which is equatable to the desert. This extremely hard time in, in this, we all we knew is we had to walk through it with Christ. And so they grabbed onto Christ and Christ led him through that dark time. That's the dark night of the spirit, the dark night of the soul that I think everyone has that experience in their life to varying degrees. And it's how we go, go through them, not around them, not find distraction that of a habit that is bad, that leads us away from facing that reality that we have to go through the desert, just like the, just like the Israelites. And just as Dean and Marie had shared about you know, going to mass during those difficult times in your life. Well, also during those times when things are going right, where you are full of joy, when you are full of the spirit, that also requires of you a recommitment every day to be the light to those people, that you recommit to your faith, that you want to keep that fire going. Right. And that's not just another time where you say, oh, everything's going well. I I love my faith. I love my job. And well, you don't want to fall back. you got to recommit every day. That's our conversion. Like she said, you know, we were baptized as children. Dina Marie was baptized as an infant also, which is incredible. But how we maintain our faith through all of the years, again, a constant renewal, a constant recommitment and a conversion every day. Every day is an opportunity to recommit and refocus and convert your life. And I think in our faith life, we, we maybe equate it to our own um, physical life, that when you're a child, you're immature. When you become an adult, you become mature in our physical life. But that's not necessarily the, the reality in our spiritual life. We have an immature experience, which is the desert. You're learning, learning the law, learning the sacraments, learning the why. And when, you, when it makes sense, as you get to the side, side of that desert, then you have this epiphany of experience. That's the mature component. But that doesn't mean that once you hit the maturity level, you're golden forever. You're going to go back through these cycles in life. Christ makes that abundantly clear. We're going to suffer in this life. And he says, know that I've overcome that. Well, the overcoming of that is a continual experience in our life of ebbing and flowing of this immaturity to maturity maybe back in immaturity to a greater maturity. And as a person that, that's, I'm now 55 in just a couple of weeks, I'm going through a little bit of immaturity by being frustrated that I can't do the things I did when I was 20, that I'm getting aches and pains and that I'm limited. Well, I have to accept it. And I think that's the part in the desert to learn to accept, adapt, and grow. And then you enter into this promised land of, of, of joy and hope and love. That's the beauty. Beauty indeed. Scott, before we go, will you end us in prayer? Lord, thank you so much for the path that you lay before us. We trust to the best of our ability implicitly in that path. Give us strength each and every day to remember that you are leading us if we let you. Help us to do so this week and in the weeks and months to come as we continue to pray for healing of this pandemic and a reconnection of our love to the communities in which we live in. We ask all this in your name, Jesus Christ. Amen.
And that is going to wrap it up for us this week. Please tune in next week as we share with you more stories about our faith, our family, and our view from the pew. God bless. Have a great week. You've been listening to View from the Pew, a weekly look at faith and family life from a Catholic perspective with Deacon Scott and Brenda Aiken. For more information on the Aikens and to listen to an archive of their previous shows, visit them online at moderndayradio.com slash pew. View from the Pew is produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio in Portland, Oregon.